Welcome to Marketing Tales with Chris Raposo, a podcast created to spotlight and highlight marketers, tell their stories, and share their knowledge with those interested in all things marketing. If you're interested in more than just the cut and dry strategies and tactics and want to learn more about the human side of his guests and how they got to where they are today, then this show is for you. But what are some of the key elements to make a story newsworthy and more likely to get picked up by a reporter? Well, I call it a nose for news. Uh, you, as a PR practitioner, get in, need to get inside the head of the journalist. And what what's going to get them excited? You have 30 seconds on the phone. If you can get a report on the phone, it's pretty tough these days. But uh, if you get them on the phone, you have 30 seconds to make a good impression and pitch. And I tell students, practice with a colleague before you get on the phone with a journalist or film yourself. Put your iPhone on a tripod or whatever and, and film yourself doing this pitch because you've got 30 seconds. If you go over 30 seconds, you're gonna lose them. And if, and if you start stuttering and stammering going over, uh, forget about it. Now, also do your research. There's nothing more embarrassing pitching a story to a journalist and they say, oh, I stopped doing that beat <laughs> last year. Get it, Try to figure out by virtue of previous coverage, what really turns them on. Mm-hmm. And they all have their tells, all, every journalist, what, what really gets them excited and what stories are, are on their radar. Figure out a way to get on their radar and pitch something to them that, that you think they're, they're going to, to go for. Hello and welcome back everyone to another episode of the Marketing Tales show with Chris Raposo. Today I have the pleasure of welcoming Professor Robert Engel to the show. Professor Engel, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. And it's glad to be on the show. Like I, I mentioned, one of my star students. Ah, oh, I love that. Graduate student. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I met Professor Engel at the University of Florida online. He did the PR uh, degree uh, courses. I really learned a lot from him. I still go back to those lectures and pull some of the nuggets that he shared with us um, in the past. He's also the owner of Engel and co-public relations, and he's been doing that for quite a while. So I want to have the episode on public relations today and earn Maria. So Professor Engel, you earned your undergraduate degree from the University of Florida, go Gators, but you also have a master's from Harvard, which is very impressive to me. Mm-hmm. So you started your company, Engel & Co. Public Relations in 1986, and you also worked as an adjunct professor at UFCJC. When did you know you wanted to dedicate your career to the field of public relations? I knew uh, in the early 90s that I really wanted to college teach. It was almost like we're in the South, a, a biblical calling. Uh, I, I just knew I uh, wanted to do it. And just by happenstance uh, at a function in the D.C. area, I, I met the dean and the former dean of the uh, journalism school, communications school at Florida. And she said, uh, we need to get you in the classroom. Uh, but I wasn't ready to move to Gainesville. So then the PR director uh, of the, the department said, okay, well, we ha- we're starting this new online thing. Are you interested? Absolutely. This is, this is 2014. So I've been teaching the course you took, PR writing, uh, since 2014. 
And that's how that's how it got started. Now, subsequently, I teach a bunch of courses for UF, graduate and undergraduate, and also at American University in D.C. and uh, Johns Hopkins uh, University. Yeah, awesome. In, in addition to you know with my my firm. So, but uh, teaching is my passion, and I say half what I do now is teaching, half um, PR. Well, you definitely set me up for success, so I appreciate everything you've done. And I know, you know, I've talked to other students as well, and I had somebody on my show who also went through the PR degree, and they were all raving about you. So keep up the good work. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. And, you know, I also have a similar uh, thing to share. I graduated, I'm, I'm dating myself in 79, undergraduate, and even today, there's things that I use every week that I was taught and learned at the Journalism and Communication School at Florida, the PR, PR, uh, my PR degree. Absolutely. It's an, it's an amazing, amazing institution, amazing school. I recommend anybody who's looking into getting into communications to check it out. It's, it's, uh, it's up there. It's, uh, you know, the online program is, you know, number one, um, and the the bachelor, um, degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your company, Angle and Co. Public Relations, and who you serve and what you offer. Well, uh, it it was an outgrowth of my work on Capitol Hill. I was a press secretary for press aide for a senator and press secretary for two congressmen. And uh, I left the Hill and I was doing PR and doing lobbying. And uh, but I also got the urge to do private sector. Um, So I really have a bifurcated practice. I do a lot of retail, real estate, financial PR on one side and the other side, lobbying and some campaign work, some political work. Uh, on the other side, a lot of uh, trade association work through the years. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's great to know. If anybody needs any services at PR, reach out to Professor Angle, please. We'll get. We'll, we'll share the content at the at the contact information at the end. Um, since you have a wealth of knowledge regarding public relations, I do a lot of um, organic marketing in my company. I don't like to spend a lot of money on ads. Could you give a brief overview on what earned media means and why it's so important for any business out there that has a small budget? Okay. PR is perfect. Earned media PR is perfect for a small budget. And I tell potential clients, if you don't have a lot of money, hire me because you can burn through a ton of money in advertising and um, videos or whatever, um, um, owned media, whatever, uh, in a hurry, but for a fraction of that cost, I can get you the pop that you need, the the earned media. Earned media is uh, a third-party endorsement. That's the way I like to look at it. Anybody can say something nice about themselves in an ad or on an online video, but the key is to getting a journalist without the journalist think they're being used um, to say something nice about you and the company. And it's a credibility pop. And it can also, the value of earned media is it can be reused and repurposed. Many times uh, I will take a print piece that I got for a client and shop it to the TV stations or the TV networks. And it works a lot. Work, it has worked a, a lot. And I, it goes back to something I once heard by the great um, uh, newscaster, uh, Mike Wallace, uh, father of Chris Wallace, of formerly of Fox. And uh, he was a founding father of 60 Minutes. And he was once asked, how do I get on 60 minutes in a, in a positive way? And his answer really stuck with me. And, it, and, it, and I've done this through my whole career, this leveraging. He said, get 
a piece in the New York Times and I'll think about it. Okay. So uh, take the print, take the earned print and repurpose it, reuse it, leverage it for the electronic uh, media. Also, you get electronic or you get a print earned media. It can it can go digital. It can go on your, it can go social, go viral, put it on your social media, put it on your website, repurpose it that way. Uh, there's all kinds of ways you can just build these concentric circles of just getting one earned uh, media a piece. Yeah, I'm a big, so that's that's the value. Yeah, I'm a big fan of repurposing everything that I put out, especially as a one stop shop, one man show at my marketing firm. So yeah, definitely repurpose. And there's a whole other story about getting to the New York Times. I I suppose right, it's not that easy as it makes right. sense. Yeah, it, it, that that was Wallace's whole point. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, it's you know, it's pretty pretty hard to sell me. So you gotta you gotta do some other stuff first. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Earn that reputation first before you come to the big dogs. Um, what do you think are the major differences between paid, owned, and earned media, and why should companies prioritize the latter? I know there's a there's a social proof pop right there, right? If somebody mentions you, if you you know, I can talk all day about myself with a nice shiny ad, but you know, in this area, and uh, in this, in, what do you want to call it? In this fake news world that we live in right now, you know, who believes who who has the credibility? Yes. yes. Well, I, I kind of touched on it, and you you touched on it too. Uh, if you don't have a budget, number one consideration. If you don't have a huge budget, put your money into PR. Get get the earned media. If you have a lot of money, do all the marketing aspects. Do the ads. Do the videos. Do the social. But. Obviously, the PR is is a, a huge uh, component. But the, again, the value of earned media is it's this third party endorsement. It's the media saying something nice about you instead of you saying something nice about yourself. And, and like you said, in this day and age, um, there's a lot of self-aggrandizing going on. Um, and so, it, the, the, but the key is it's not that easy to get a journalist to see it your way. And I guess we're going to get into that a little bit, uh, dealing with media relations, dealing with, with reporters. Yeah, absolutely. They're the ultimate gatekeepers. Yeah, if I'm the business owner or or the marketer for a small business, right, that business is my baby. And everything I do is like, when I look at my ch child, right, it's amazing. I think it's the best thing ever. I want to share with the world, but what are some of the key elements to make a story newsworthy and more likely to get picked up by a reporter? Well, I call it a nose for news. Uh, you, as a PR practitioner, get in, need to get inside the head of the journalist mm -hmm. and what what's going to get them excited. Now, um, there was this movie back in the 90s. Uh, here again, I'm dating myself called The Player. Uh, Robert Altman, one of my favorite directors, kind of not everybody knows him, but he, ha he has these ensemble cast and all these moving parts. And at the end, it all kind of comes together in this movie, The Player. It's about a Hollywood producer trying to get a movie off the ground. And in the, the process, he meets a couple of writers at a party and um, they, they tell him, look, hey, I've got this, we got this great idea for a movie. And he, he says to them, you've got 30 seconds. If you can't tell me what this movie's about in 30 seconds, I don't want to hear it. So they pitch it to him in 30 seconds and fast forward to the end of the movie, he, he makes their, their movie, he, make, he picks up their script, he makes their movie and kind of has a happy ending in that way. But that struck me too. Um, you have 30 seconds 
on the phone. If you can get a report on the phone, it's pretty tough these days um, with, uh, um, you know, caller ID and, and uh, also they might want to text and social media. We can get into that too, I think. But uh, if you get them on the phone, you have 30 seconds to make a good impression and pitch. And I tell students, practice with a colleague before you get on the phone with a journalist. Take that or, or, or film yourself. Put your iPhone on a tripod or whatever and, and film yourself doing this pitch because you've got 30 seconds. If you go over 30 seconds, you're going to lose them. And if, and if you start stuttering and stammering going over, uh, forget about it. So... Um, I call that, you know, the, the uh, nose for news, figure out now also, uh, and this is what I tell, tell students, um, do your research. There's nothing more embarrassing pitching a story to a journalist. And they say, Oh, I stopped doing that beat <laughs> last year. Get it. Try to figure out by virtue of previous coverage, what really turns them on. Mm-hmm. And they all have, their tells all every journalist what what really gets them excited and what stories are, are on their radar figure out a way to get on their radar and pitch something to them that, that you think they're they're going to to go for so uh but but here again this goes back to you you know doing your research and, and you got 30 seconds um uh to sell yeah, I remember you talking about being on the same beat with those uh with those reporters and uh, even following some of the news uh stories that they pitched previously just to make sure you're aligned with them like you said right maybe they published this kind of stuff two years ago but they've since moved on they no longer have an interest for it it may no longer be newsworthy to them or their media right Right. you need to figure out if they're if they're still still doing it and and in your uh, email pitch or pitch letter mention hey i noticed that you did x previously letting them know that you know uh, and have an appreciation for what they're doing. I thought maybe because you did X, you might be interested in Y. Uh, yeah. That works. You know, that's how I get some of my podcast guests as well. I follow them on LinkedIn and then I hit them up about a certain topic that they wrote about. And I say, I'm really interested in what you just said. Are you interested in coming on a podcast talking about that? So this is kind of like... There, there you go. So while we're on the topic of dealing with, with reporters... Um, and, and, and journalists, um, there is a fine line be- between uh, becoming too friendly with them and too distant with them. There, there's, there's a happy medium. They're not your friend, but you can be friendly with them and and uh, have a good rapport with them, and perhaps invite them to lunch. And now, all all the major major publications have a strict rule: you cannot buy them lunch. They they're gonna pick. Don't even fight for the check. They they because they want to be beyond reproach. They can't be bought by a, by a simple you know lunch. So uh, it's also important to build a rapport with with these reporters. So yes, some of them you're gonna have to like pitch cold uh, yeah. and figure out who who covers what at a publication. They've never talked to them before. You still, but that's how you build a rapport. Yeah. And if if you deliver what you promise, then they'll definitely pick up the phone again uh, when you call. Yes. I remember earlier you mentioned that you don't want to make them feel used by you. So this is the, this is where the importance of relationship building comes in, in the PR um, industry, right. especially when it yeah. comes to reporters' attention. So 
in my mind, it's like, where do I find these reporters? Do I go to the local bar where they hang out? Do I talk to them? Do I approach them? Or probably these days you find them on LinkedIn or Twitter or wherever they may be, right? Well, yeah. Well, what you do is you just you just read where your client wants to be and uh, figure out, um, you know, who's who's doing what and and what what network. Now there are a couple of really good um, um, database uh, resources, Sysian uh, and um, Burrells, where they have every publication and electronic media outlet sliced and diced. Who covers what? And they they, they keep updating. It's online. They keep updating it regularly. So it's sometimes a lot of reporters don't want their phone number out. They don't want their email out. You, if you pay Sysian, you can get this information. You can go on the Sysian right now and look at the Washington Post and figure out who does what and uh, what's their beat, what's their desk, what's their phone number, uh, what's their middle name, and what's their email, et cetera. So, yes, there, there, there are places where you can go, and they do hang out, but I would recommend going the route of paying whatever the freight is for Cision mm -hmm. and Burrells. Now, both of them uh, also do will send out press releases for you, uh, but I, I, I prefer Business Wire. There's a couple of, of granddaddies, PR Wire and Business Wire. I like Business Wire, but anyway, that's maybe another another topic. For yeah, another time. PR Wire. We learned about that as well. Since I haven't heard of yet, so I'm going to have to look into it's, that. It's as well. an online directory of every publication. Uh, in 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 the U.S. or maybe international, depend. You know, you can tell them what you want. Yeah, you maybe buy. You can buy maybe the Metro Atlanta area, yes. and get all the way down to like the local community shoppers up to the uh, Journal Constitution. Interesting. Interesting. And everywhere in between. So, as a podcast host, I consider myself somewhat of an outlet myself as a reporter, somewhat. So sometimes, you know, I know what I want to discuss. I want to, I know what I want to write about, but I also sometimes get pitched to people that come on my show and I'm very hesitant. I'm like, why? You know, you got to give, I usually want to know what they have to offer. And if they don't give me a reason to further look into them having on their show, I'm, I'm hesitant to reach it back out because if they just say, hey, can I be on your podcast? And then I have to go back and research them and see what they're all about, right? It's kind of like a waste of my time. And it's the same when you approach a reporter with your um, with your piece, with your press release, for example, you want to basically already have it written out almost, yeah. right? And have those rel uh, relative sources as well to uh, right. justify your expertise. Right. Uh, well, you, you touched on a couple things there. And you asked me, uh, do I consider podcast, earn media? And uh, yes, I pitch podcast, key podcast. I want my clients on there. Number two, you are seeing what I'm saying about bad PR and, and good PR pitching. Somebody who, who pitches you has it down. You do this. I know you do that. And this is why my client or I, me, whoever is pitching you would be really good for your show. Yep. And another thing that journalists hate is you call them up and say hey i've got this great story uh you want to write about me or my company and they're going no I, I that's not the way it works you know uh, just just because you think it's a good story so don't be presumptuous with a journalist and ever say i you know i you're gonna love this or you should write about this because it's great no 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 
you need to, like I say, get into their head and tap into their news instincts as yep. to why it's, why it's good. So, uh, so Chris, you, you just articulated firsthand how you get pitched by somebody poorly and somebody who has done their homework and has pitched you, you properly. Yep. And those good reporters out there, they built an audience for themselves and they have a, 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 a readership that follows them because they like their stuff and they don't want to jeopardize the relationship that they build with their audience by just bringing anybody on there that may not. A, a, abs absolutely. So here's the, here's the really the way it works. It's like the, the journalists don't want to admit it, but they need PR people to pitch them stories. They need content. Content is king. I was told way back early in the digital age, if you don't have content, you don't have Netflix, you don't have a website, you don't have social media. Content is king. So uh, they do the stance where PR people are hacks and, you know, some occasionally unprofessional. But if you're really good at it and you pitch a good story, it do they don't care if if you th think they're being used or whatever. The, the, the story is is more important than than all the other uh, other dynamics. So that's what you got to have to focus on. It's getting the right the right reporter, the right story. It'll work. Yep, timing is everything. So yes. Right, now, right. now, now, one thing I just want to mention real quick: a, a, a large publication like the Washington Post, they're never going to do a totally one hundred percent positive feature piece. Mm -hmm. Never. The journalists have to look at each other in the newsroom and not think that they're just being too pre themselves. So, I tell my clients: if there wasn't a couple of negative. Uh, paragraphs in that article no one would believe it's the washington post or a new york times article so that's one thing uh, to keep in mind about journalists not feeling that they're, they're totally being used yeah it's good to know and then you know what you get yourself into right um and you can tell your uh, yeah your, your stakeholders as well if they want to be in a in a in a washington post say hey there may be something in there that you don't like yeah but, you know yeah you have yeah you have to you have to be up front yes yeah ex exactly yeah, yeah. Can you talk about the role of digital and social media and how those things have overall effect on the way PR is practiced in this day? Yeah, yes. Uh, it has like it is the most revolutionary thing I've seen in my thirty plus years of practice PR. I've never seen anything like it. It's just a total target. You know, people use the term game changer. Well, digital, digital, and social media is is is, is truly a, um, a a game changer. I also teach PR theory at the University of Florida and. One of the uh, gurus uh, who does a lot of writing of theory about PR theory is a guy by the name of James Grunig. And he came up with this two-way communication theory of excellence, where PR is best when is, there's a two-way flow of information between the publics and the organization or, or company. Social media, I argue, is the ultimate in the two-way communication. It is a and one thing Grunig didn't count on, he was talking about traditional PR um, with traditional media, is the the almost instantaneous feedback that comes with with social media, and even such that um, how it affects media relations. Uh, many journalists only want to communicate now with PR people, whoever, um, through social media. Now, it's not a lot. I mean, most uh, the poll shows most still want a, uh, an email or a phone call or whatever. But more and more uh, younger uh, journalists uh, want to stay in touch with folks strictly uh, through uh, 
through social media. So the answer to your question, I've, I've never seen anything like it. It is a totally exciting wrinkle to uh, practice in PR. Yeah, that, that is that is encouraging. You know, what a, what a time to be alive and to be in communications. I'm telling you, uh, technology is wonderful and communications is wonderful. Yes. Yep. Like what, what we're doing right now, is we're, we're, we're doing a Zoom recording. It's, you know, 10 years ago, unheard of. You know, uh, I have something interesting. Um, when I first started my PR firm, I asked this this wise guy, or wise person, um, um, <laughs> um, what, what's your secret? What do you have? What's your recommendation? He said, Rob, just keep up with technology. It's moving so fast. It will help you with your business. It'll help you with your practice. And he was absolutely right. And now I teach it. So I really need to keep up with, you know, I've teach social media courses and I, I need to, I need to, I need to dispel the myth that you can't teach an old dog new tricks because the, the students today know a lot, a lot, 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 lot about social media. They, they practice it heavy. Yeah, especially now with the with the rise of generative AI and uh, yes. GPT writing press releases for you. Yes. So you're no longer the content creator; you become the editor now. Right. Yeah. 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 Everybody's an everybody's a producer and editor and uh, content producer. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's part of the game change, is Absolutely. is getting rid of the gatekeepers. Yep. Yeah. Can you give some practical advice to small businesses or startups that aim to earn more earned media, but have a limited budget? What's some advice you could give to them? How to get started? Um, well, hire a good PR person. <laughs> uh, if you can't hire a PR firm, um, lay the cards out on the table. What are your strengths? What, what, what do you want to, what do you want to say? And, you know, it's marketing is very, very simple. What do you want to say? And who do you want to say it to? And if you, you can figure out those two questions, you can you can you can do a lot. PR wise, what what are our strengths? What do we want to sell? What do we want to pitch? And who do we want? Who's it? not so much at, at first what media, but ultimately who do we want to talk to? What's the end audience? And once you figure out the message and the end audience, you you can get to what publications or what media outlets get to. Um, or read or or viewed by that that end audience, mm -hmm. and uh, and then just you know put together a good press release, um, do some good pitching, and um, that's the best advice I can give. Yeah, I still refer back to the examples you gave for press releases because we partnered with a different tech company and they wrote a press release and I they asked me to review it and edit it, so I I went back to what I wrote in your class and I was like, oh, they forgot to put an about my company in there so i put a little about my company cut it a little bit um but yeah so good well, here again just really glad your uf degree is is paying off and, and that and that's the goal of the 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 uh, communication journalism and communication school of florida is to send students out into the real world with practical employable knowledge yeah. that's, what yeah, that's what i got so as we bring the episode to a close with your 30 years of PR communications experience, what is one important lesson that you have learned over the course of your career that you can share with the audience? Okay, I've got a 1A and 1B. Um, 1A is always tell the truth. Many times clients, if things get a little sticky, they do one of these where, you know, uh, and they, I said, look, it's a straight line. And this is, this is, is going to help you. The truth sells. 
why come up with this convoluted, you know, half-baked idea of, of communicating what's going on when we just need to simply tell the truth? The truth sells. That's 1A. Uh, the follow-on is in a crisis, yes, always tell the truth, but tell it quickly. Get the information out there. Trust me, I have clients who want to, what I do, what I call the ostrich approach. Stick your head in the sand and it'll go away. Absolutely not. It'll only get worse, exacerbated quickly and correctly. That's how you, you deal with it. So that's that's my advice to PR people. Yeah, as soon as you start hiding something, people get suspicious and then you're really going to start. Ab absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So if you give the if you give the media a, a why, it, it's going to hurt. Granted, it's going to be a, it's going to hurt up front. But that upfront pain is a lot better than dealing with ancillary. Follow on pain um, and when you can't. Put the put the fire out. And if you don't know the answer, make that clear as well and say you get back to them as soon as you do. I, I, absolutely. Don't do a no comment. Uh, you know, I'd love to help you out. I don't have the answer, but I'll, I'll find it and I'll get back with you. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, or, or just as soon as information is available, you'll be the first to know and, and make sure they are. Yes. You, you're, yeah. What are, what are two books you recommend anybody should read to learn more? Okay, uh, two, two books. Uh, I thought about this and they're not really called, you know, exciting PR or doing. Uh, one is called Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill's great book. And not, not, not in the PR for, for our PR, PR purposes in PR marketing, um, it's good, yes, to, to, to get rich. That's that's the, the title, the purpose. But the where I find it good for, for PR folks is to be persistent. Have a goal. Think about it. Napoleon Hill's whole con concept is you think about something, you become this, this mastermind, this magnet, and good things happen. Well, if you're you need to be very, very persistent and have thick skin to do PR. So think and grow rich. Think and think and do great PR. And the other one, this is also kind of an older self-help book called Winning Through Intimidation. Meaning and, and it sounds off-putting that you know you're you're an intimidating jerk, but no, what it means is always um stand up for yourself and push the envelope, but not not too far. And, and don't, don't back down, uh, don't win through intimidation, don't back down when you're right. And always um, be persistent, be, be politely persistent. Very good. Winning, winning through intimidation. I will look into that. The first one, I think we're rich. I have winning through intimidation. I don't, but I would like to get into it because I'm a bit of a people pleaser. Um, try to get better at that. So, yeah. 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 It, it just, it teaches folks to um, don't settle mm -hmm. Win through intimidation, but, but it, let me just put parentheses, polite intimidation, not, jer not jerky boy um, in intimidation. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So as we, we come to a close of this episode, very rich content. Thank you so much for sharing everything. How can people get in contact with you, connect with you or learn more about your company? Angle? Um, Every everything that you need to know about me is on LinkedIn. I, I'm I'm on LinkedIn. Rob Engel. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, 
Professor Engel, really, really appreciate you taking the time to be on the show and sharing your insights. You are welcome. And all the best to you in, in your career and, and with your podcast. Thank You're you doing so. a great job. Keep it up. Thank you very Go much. Go Gators. Go Gators. You take care. Okay. Bye-bye.